welcome to Table Radio Season 2. Today's sermon was preached by Andy Withrow on Sunday, February 20th. Enjoy! We're concluding our series on the parables of the kingdom from Matthew 13. So here is the last little parable from Jesus. This is verses 51 and 52 speaking to his disciples in private. Have you understood all these things? They said to him, yes. And he said to them, therefore, every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like a master of a house who brings out of his treasure what is new and what is old. So in chapter 13, as we've seen, Jesus makes explicit distinction between insiders who know him and therefore have privileged access to knowing about God's kingdom and outsiders who do not get that privileged access. They don't have the proximity. Making a decision to follow Jesus changes one's status in relationship to the kingdom of God. How could it not if this is the king? It may be said on the one hand that this access is free to any who would come to Jesus and recognize him as king. We see this evidence in the Gospels that Jesus welcomed those who would follow him. But on the other hand, this following is costly. For one's whole life is to be reoriented around this king of the kingdom. To the follower or the disciple of Jesus is given secrets, we learn, things hidden since the foundation of the world. This is from verse 35 in this same chapter. Ancient wisdom, ancient truth that is no less true today than it was at the beginning of creation. It's a wisdom often at odds with our contemporary notions of wisdom. It doesn't come naturally nor intuitively to us. It comes by revelation. So we'll say this, blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear. For truly I say to you, many prophets and righteous people longed to see what you see. He's talking to his disciples, those who are with him. They longed to see what you see and they did not see it and to hear what you hear and they did not hear it. The disciples are not intellectually smarter than the average person. We see this in the gospel stories. Their seeing and hearing is based on access to the king of the kingdom. That's it. The one who knows the ancient wisdom and truth about God and the one who knows God's nature and God's kingdom or way of being and ruling in the world. This is the distinction that's highlighted in this chapter of Matthew. But that's not the end of it. It's not just getting insider information and game over, we win. With knowledge of God's ways comes a responsibility to share his understanding with others. Being with the king of the kingdom It changes us. It transforms us. We learn to see and hear in new ways. We learn to see God at work in the world and in our lives in ways that were not previously intuitive or obvious. We learn to see and hear Jesus in our midst. Jesus calls this training. A scribe, among other things, was a teacher of the law, an expert They were supposed to translate and interpret the ancient law for contemporary use. Make the word of God accessible to the people. Jesus takes the scribes of his day to task for missing so much of the heart of God that the ancient law pointed to. 
Jesus, in his teaching, goes to great lengths to show and reach the heart of God as revealed in the law. He, he wants his disciples, who he calls here the, the true scribes, who are trained for the kingdom of heaven, to learn the ways he speaks and lives and to be like him. The scribes of Jesus' day, they had the right job, teach others how to understand and follow in ancient law the words of God. They just missed the heart of the matter. Jesus corrects this with his life and teaching. And those who know him, who walk with him, who follow him, who spend time with him, they get the inside scoop on who God really is and what his kingdom is really like. Jesus wants his followers, his disciples, to think of themselves as teachers who translate the word of God into the language of the people. But this takes creativity and thoughtfulness. How do you explain ancient hidden things? What is this counterintuitive, non-obvious kingdom? How do you make something so alien familiar? Well, Jesus models the use here in chapter 13 of parables, a way to engage listeners with the unknown by way of the known. Parables bring together the old, the secrets of the kingdom, unchanging, with the new. It's like this. Sowing seeds in the ground. The disciple, the follower of Jesus, is likewise to bring these treasures together. We're not to get caught up in ancient and traditional forms that fail to communicate with the wider culture. We're also not to abandon the ancient, unchanging truth for contemporary wisdom. In order to effectively share the riches of the gospel, who God is, in his kingdom, we must communicate these ancient secrets given to us with contemporary language, images, and stories. Because the gospel engages every facet of our life, ancient and modern. There's nothing in our world the kingdom of God is not aiming to transform and redeem. This gives the disciples endless opportunity to meet the challenge of translating the gospel in endless ways for endless settings and situations. That's why it's not just the pastor's job. It can't be. It's got to go further up and deeper in than that into all of our lives, in our neighborhoods, our schools, our gyms, our offices and carpools, our mountain hikes, our ocean swims. Because ultimately, God loved the world so much that he showed up. He wanted to put flesh on his word and get it into everyday life, to show it and tell it. And that's what he calls us to, showing and telling I imagine that over time, Jesus perfected his parables. There may have been some trial and error to get what really worked, what got the idea or concept across just right. Maybe the ones that we get in the Gospels are like the best of. But we're now invited into this same practice. Try it out. What is the kingdom of God like as you understand it? What should we compare it to? Keep trying and see what sticks. Trust that the king of the kingdom hasn't left you alone, but is with you, helping you formulate the right articulation of all the beauty and the goodness of the gospel and of the kingdom. And even though this is for the sake of others, these are treasures for us too. They help us see, they encourage us when things seem backwards and the kingdom seems far off. They remind us that God works out his good purposes despite what we so often see and hear. If we're followers of Jesus, we're given a special gift. 
insider information, access to life-changing truth, but it's obviously meant to be shared with joy and generosity. And while there will always be resistance, it is the story that can root in people's hearts and do its slow, powerful work over time. But that part is hidden to us, and that is God's work. We're simply to share our treasures, new and old. So God, we give you thanks for this gift. And all those who follow you and trust you, you are trained to be scribes for your kingdom, those who would help make sense of your words. Now, would you give us a special sense of that in our own, each one of us in our own lives, of how to show and tell the goodness of who you are in your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. For listening to Table Radio, an extension of the life of the Table Church, a community in Victoria, BC. Our mission together is to love God, love each other, and to love and bless our neighbors so that we may see Christ revealed in common life. Music for this episode provided by Richard Charter. For more information, go to richardchartermusic.com. To learn more about our community, please go to tablechurch.ca.